Creative Talk, your weekly marketing podcast for tips, tricks, and hacks on how you can get the most for your business. I'm your host, Cabraska King, author of the book, Five Steps to Creative Marketing, and managing director of King Creative Media. It is a new stage, a new progression. Uh, We are here in Melbourne, in Australia, and as many people in business are going through at the moment, we are hit with stage four, going back into lockdown, changing the way we do business, and looking at how we can still add value, run a company, manage staff, look after clients, and continue to grow even in this difficult time. Now, usually I don't like talking about the pandemic. It's not something that I'm interested in. I don't watch it on the news. I'm not buying into any of the media hype around it. Personally, I don't resonate with any of it, to be completely honest. And so I am really mindful that a lot of people out there, a lot of business owners, a lot of listeners who check in with us each and every week are you know, going through a really tough time at this stage. And so I'm going to talk about what we've done um, around moving office, moving location, going full digital, looking at different ways on how we're integrating, like sharing with you our plan of not just what we're doing during COVID, but what I think we could actually keep after it as well. So this week's episode, we're going to talk about how you can run a sustainable business during stage four lockdown. Let's go. So COVID is nothing new. Everyone in the world knows about this virus that's hit everywhere and businesses of all kinds have been crippled to their knees. There is now a big sense of urgency around businesses losing money, shutting doors, firing staff, not just small business, but big businesses struggling. And now it's extended. Here in Victoria, we're going through a position where we've come out of lockdown and we're going back into it. And the problem with lockdowns of any kind is, isn't just about the restrictions on your own personal freedoms, but it definitely does hurt economy across the board, no matter what business you are. You know, if you think about a small restaurant, you know, that is trying to operate and provide customers with great food and great value, they have to onset cost of food and staff and suppliers well before anyone sets foot into their restaurant. And having a lockdown means that they don't have the financial stability with which to do that. Yes, there are government subsidies and there's things that you can do to get support, but that's not enough support to sustain a business and make it grow and make it profitable. It's enough to keep the doors open and that is it. But who wants to run a business if you're not going to make profit? Who wants to run a business if you have no certainty of the future? And who wants to run a business that isn't profitable? Not me. I I just couldn't think of anything worse. And so we're faced with this really difficult task of where we're going to go next, what we're going to do next, and how we should strategize to keep going and keep moving forward. For our company... We've done a number of things to re-strategize. We have discussed with our clients what we're looking to do. We have talked through the options of what's really vital for them, the components, the services, the products, the support that we need to give. We've also you know, discussed in length with local governments of all states, not just Victoria, to see what the plan of action is, is going on and 
how we can pivot in certain places and industries to make sure that we stay afloat and look out for new trends coming. And then we've also kept up with like the latest digital content pieces and how we can create more value within that space more than ever before so that our customers can continue to do the business that they want to do in a completely digital platform. You know, so we have changed a lot of things around our business and I wouldn't say that we are fully digital. We've always been digital. A lot of the company that we have is actually online, which allows us to operate anywhere in the world, in any language, in any country, working with any person that is supported by myself and Amber. And we have the flexibility to turn it on and off no matter where we are. And that has probably been our biggest saving point is because I would say around 80% of our business is already online. And a lot of the content we create is online. But we still have a lot of things that we need to take care of face-to-face. There's still meetings that we do, which has now gone online. There is now events that we hold, which has now gone online. Webinars and trainings, all online. Content, still online. Digital platforms, advertising, all online. No one's doing print advertising or event advertising or anything like that nature right now. A lot of it's being pushed into digital, you know, which makes sense. Um, And there are a lot of opportunities for that. So, you know, those are the trends that I've seen is that there are ways that our business has been able to pivot and change to make sure that we are still front and center and still able to provide high value to our customers and our clients all over the world and also be able to nurture and support our team. Uh, This has probably been the most disconnected our team has been from us. Usually they would sit with us in our office every single day for, you know, seven, eight hours a day listening to Amber and I's craziness and and going through the motions. But um, maybe this stage four has been a blessing for them. They've been able to stay at home, do their business from home, talk to clients from home and continue to operate in their different regions around the world, knowing that they have our full support and can talk to us. Granted, it's not the same as being face-to-face in the office, but we are still giving our time, energy, and support to everyone that works for us all over the world uh, to make sure that everyone's looked after. It's one of the things you have to do, right? So there are trends that we're looking out for constantly. There are support mechanisms that we're doing for our team and our staff. And then in my most recent podcast, which if you haven't listened to it, it talks about how we can look at restructuring certain things which are high cost but don't actually make sense anymore. One of those things was a massive office in Docklands. Now, we haven't completely scrapped the idea of an office. We've just changed the way we're going to operate and use an office. We've moved into a facility which allows us to still have an office and still have boardrooms and still allow our team to come in. So it's very much an office. Exactly the same thing, actually. But it's in a place where... We, if we have to go through lockdown, if there's more stage four, if there's repercussions of this virus coming back and we have to do certain things, we can also do that. So it's kind of like a, a new space that caters for if shit hits the fan or if shit is really good. And that's something we've never considered before. We didn't have to plan for a you know, pandemic office, uh, but that is something that we've had to do as well. And I think if you're in charge of your business, in charge of your company, your responsibility to not just your customers, but also to your team, your suppliers, and everyone else that's involved with you is to look at where the opportunities are. Really look 
at where the holes are, what's missing and where you can really add value. No time like right now has value been so important. And if you don't know how to do value, check out our website. We've got a ton of information on what you should do to proposition your value in your business. It's completely free. Check it out. Um, It's in the blog section on there. And there's quite a few articles that we talk about about how we do it. But, you know, value really puts you apart, especially in these trying times from other competitors. It also makes you think about your difference in the business world and where you can actually make a substantial gain. And then it's actually kind of exciting, you know, when you pivot and when you find this new niche and you go after it, it kind of reinvigorates your energy in a different direction because you'll be so used to making money in one way and so used to looking after clients in one way. And when you pivot like this, it can either be extremely, extremely stressful and you just can't be you know, asked doing it, or it reinvigorates this fire that you forgot what it was like. The grind of what happened when you first started, the passion that you had when you first started, the drive that you have to keep things going all comes back. And if you are in charge of your business and you're, you're responsible for that direction, then it is your responsibility to look for those opportunities wherever they may be. Look for the partnerships wherever they may be and align with people who are in the same boat as you. You'd be surprised how many people have reached out to us in the last three to four months all over the freaking world, not just here in Australia, asking for advice, asking how they pivot, asking what their value is, asking how to, you know, how do we do these certain things in this really unsettling time? And, you know, massive shout outs to the most recent interview that I did with the team from Grounded. You can check out that interview on YouTube if you're interested. Uh, It's about branding, sales, marketing, social media, a whole bunch of stuff. And huge thanks to Joel for um, setting it up and interviewing myself. Had a whole bunch of fun with him. Always a good time. Always a great chat. So check that out. But, you know, there's a lot of things that have changed. And if you don't change with the times that's happening right now, you're not going to survive. Period. If you don't change your mindset, if you don't change your outlook, if you don't change your business, and if you don't change your product value, you are not going to survive. So the one thing, the one thing that I would say if you're a business owner struggling right now and uncertain about where you're going to go is take some time out for yourself to really think about what it is you need to do to change and to pivot and try and think about where that value lies. And think about your customers and what they're going through and how you can support them. Think about your staff, what they're going through, how you can support them. And really change your business to pivot. We've done it, it was hard. We had no time to do it in, but we got through it and now we're at the point where we're starting to ramp up again. I mean, we weren't, we we have never been closed doors anyway. Uh, we've always been open all the way through this whole stupid pandemic. But now we're ramping back up to where we're ready to go with all this extra value, with all this extra stuff, new team and a whole bunch of people. And it's going to be another exciting time running into Christmas like we always do. So we're really excited about what's happening for us. And I'm hoping that this, this insight around what we're doing in our business is something that you can look at in your business to hopefully help you as well. 
So the one key takeaway is your responsibility to yourself and your business is not to give up, is not to get stuck in the negative. It's not to, you know, not look at options and just sit there and blame the world for all the shit that's happening because none of that's going to help you. The one thing you can do is spend time on finding where those opportunities are. And that is my key takeaway for this week. And I'm your host, KB. You're listening to Creative Talk.